that and that's a good place to start, Tyrone. So we we got started and, and kicked off knowing each other back at Miami, Ohio in 2010, 2011. You were a walk-on running back. Uh, when I met you and by the time that you left as a fifth year senior you had earned a scholarship you were probably the coolest man on campus and the leader of, of the coolest fraternity on campus as well Kappa Fraternity Incorporated so I'm, I'm excited to have you on the dash today Tyrone and as, as always we are here to provide you with challenging meaningful significant conversation uh, Tyrone is since that time since his time of graduating from Miami He's gone on to become a sports performance coach and is doing that in Japan, coaching the Japan figure skating team, correct? Uh, short track speed skating. Short track speed skating team. And that's quite amazing. Your videos are always on point. They're always off the chain. I don't know how you still lift that much weight in those Olympic variations. Um, and we're going to get into some of that. But, but first, I want to say I was looking at your Facebook and I noticed some quotes that you had on like your bio parts from um, Gandhi and Larry Bird. Are those quotes that you still use today or are those outdated quotes that you don't really think about anymore? Uh, uh, the Gandhi quote, I think it was the, 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 the one about uh, your strength uh, emanating from the indomitable will. Um, I definitely still use it. I think that's that's a part of me, 100%. Okay. Um, I can't remember what, which quote I had on there. Yeah, some of that stuff is outdated. A bit okay. Better. Well, that that's all right. I always I always wonder because I think quotes or mantras or just kind of pieces to live by are are very valuable. Is there is there quotes that you use or kind of sayings that you use to keep you on track with with your day to day lifestyle? Yes, yeah, certainly. I, I think. Like I said, that Gandhi quote is one that I, I try to live by. I think our, our true strength, it, it comes from within. Um, mm. and, and I say this, it's funny, I kind of say this as a strength coach. Like, I'm, I'm working on <laughs> building up people's bodies. But at the same time, I, I truly believe that it all starts here. And I say that to my athletes as well. Mm. It starts with your mentality, um, your mindset. When that is in the proper place, then everything else will come follow. I, I think that's pretty tight because a lot of people, when you talk about losing weight or people wanting to look good, they're only thinking about their physical and, and the waist being too big or the inches that are going to lose. And that's even interesting from a power lifter, an Olympic power lifter from your standpoint, to quote Gandhi, who was so peaceful. How do you match such raw intensity with throwing weights around with the peace and the harmony of the mind and spiritual body that, that's Gandhi and that kind of mindset? How do those philosophies mix for you? So I think, uh, and again, it's, it's kind of a, a contrast um, when you first look at it surface level, but I, I truly believe that uh, from a performance standpoint and at the highest capacity that we can perform as human beings, there has to be a, a, a level of serenity mentally mm. To, mm. to get to place. Because uh, like you said, it, it's, 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 almost, it's almost chaotic uh, when you think about what a, a snatch or a clean and clean and jerk look like. They're, they're, they're violent movements. Yeah. Classes. Same thing on, on the football field. Like it's, it's violent and explosive and, and, and there's so much going on. But I think when you come to a place of uh, mental serenity and you're mm. able to calm your mind mm. and you're able to achieve these things in a much more fluid fashion. Like wow. we, we call it being in the zone. Yeah. You know, um, you, you can only achieve that when you're at an optimal level of arousal. It's not, you can't be too, you can't be too hype. Yep. You can't be too, too calm and cool. It, just, it has to be 
this is perfect place of, uh, of serenity. It's 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 a controlled chaos, you know, and that's a that yeah, that that's beautifully put. Um, I'll say that that personally, when we were back in football, mentally, my mentality is not that of a football player because I'm not naturally aggressive, and and coming up with that that assertion and that dominance on an every down basis was difficult for me. Um, but since I've left football, I've realized the value of that intensity and that arousal and that um, that push to, to be the best that I can be. Where does your passion, number one, stem from? And how did you get to the place where um, that, that passion is something that you want to work on every day and were willing to move to Japan at the drop of the hat for to become um, an international coach, performance coach? So, uh, like, my passion, I guess, is twofold. Uh, I've, I've always had a passion for fitness from from day one, uh, playing sports. Like, just out in the neighborhood, uh, I grew up uh, in Florida, actually. Um, so I was, I was an Air Force brat. Mm. Um, so we didn't move around a whole lot, but still kind of we moved from neighborhood to neighborhood a little bit. And the neighborhood where we spent the most time as kids, uh, Blackjack Circle. Uh, and I, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still in contact with uh, some of those people to this day, man. But we would just... Like, as soon as we got out of school, like, finished the homework, and then we're shooting at the door, man. Mm. We used to be out there, like, from uh, sun up to sun down, like, doing our thing, playing all different sports, basketball, football, whatever you name it. Uh, Manhunt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, like, that, I think, kind of instilled that love for uh, just sports, athletic, just physical activity. Yeah. So I've always loved to move and, and run. Everywhere we went, we ran. Um, so, mm. like, that kind of, like, fostered that love for for that aspect of things. Right. And um, I think just my general nature, and, and I think I might have got this from my mom a little bit because mm. she has that nurturing spirit as well, but just uh, I've always loved to take care of people mm. um, and help others in any way that I could. So yeah. uh, over time, the two just kind of merged and blended, and then I found myself helping people from a, a health, fitness, performance standpoint um, achieve their, their various goals. So, right. And that's 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 powerful that you say that too, because you know as we were talking earlier, you you studied K and H kinesiology in college, sports science, um, but then you worked some odd jobs before those two intertwined, and it, it does take those putting the pieces of the puzzle to get puzzle together. What happened in your life between working at Macy's and warehouses and, and doing your exercise on the side? What happened? To bring all that together, when did you realize it was time to, to make that passion more than just a passion? Uh, I think uh, I kind of I, I always knew, but it was uh, I think more so about the again the mindset of right. helping myself realize that that where I where I was um, in life as far as uh, like the, where where I was working, what I was doing, mm-hmm. and the fact that it wasn't where I wanted to be. It was. A direct reflection of kind of where my mind was, right? And I, I wasn't necessarily doing the things like you. We can fool ourselves all we want to, but like if you look in the mirror and really, truly be honest with yeah. you, with yourself, then it's like, man, I'm not doing everything I could mm. to put myself in the position I want to be in. So I, I finally came to that realization, and it was a matter of just <laughs> doing stuff like watching podcasts, wow. and listening to to uh, speakers, and you know, like listening to Tony Robbins and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that kind of helped things finally click. Like, all right, Tyrone, like, quit playing. Right. It's time, it's time to make it happen. Because, like I said, like, people at my at my workplace are like, man, like, 
what you doing, man? Like, right. You, 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 you shouldn't be here. <laughs> you don't belong here, man. This isn't your place. You're, you're meant for more. Yeah. So for us to be saying that to me, that, that really it spoke volumes and, and it made me kind of change. For sure. When people start seeing more for you than you see for yourself, it's usually time for a little bit of a change. Uh, and that's that's a you, we talked about faith before too. So where do you where do you get the faith to keep that moving? Um, and and really before we even get there, you're talking mindset. Where was your mindset at then? How how dark can it get when you drift to a place when it's like, man, I'm I'm just I'm just doing. I'm not living. I'm just here to be here. Where was your mentality at then versus now? Uh, I think we all have our, our different things that we struggle with, uh, like um, our kind of our pitfalls in our personality. I think one of mine has always been kind of just that battle of uh, self-doubt. Mm. And I, that's where I was in a place where certain certain things I didn't necessarily think that I deserved, I guess. I, I, yeah. I didn't think I was necessarily ready to take on the role of you know a coach here or right. a trainer here and I think that is what kind of limited my action I, I, I had I had that kind of that mental fixed mindset game. yeah it was like I like I want to do that but I want to make sure I have this all of these ducks in line in yeah <laughs> that type of thing so I think that was like my biggest hindrance um, and it's still something I, I, I have to work and fight with mm. to this day uh, but as, as I grow and, and learn and, and mature then I become better and better with it yeah, for sure. I think there's a um, one of my favorite stories is about a man walking into a gas station and he walks past a dog that's crying. And when the man walks out of the gas station, he says to the guy's owner, to the dog's owner, "So why why is your dog crying?" Said, well, he's laying on the nail. Well, why doesn't the dog move? It doesn't hurt bad enough. I guess I don't know. So it, people don't change when things are going well or when it's right. People change when they're fed up, when they're ready to change. You were fed up at that time. What was the first step? You mentioned podcasts. You mentioned um, listening to things. What was the first action step that you took outside of the preparation, outside of the four walls and preparing your mind? How did you put Tyrone Jones, the performance trainer, into action? What was your first breakthrough? Uh, so I think the first the first thing I did I I start uh, really researching. So I, at that point in time I already had you know a, a few credentials that mm. you know, could get me to work, but I really start researching more of what I I needed to have or should have. Right. You know, and I pursuing it. So um, I think as soon as I kind of clicked over, I was like, okay. And I, I went and I, I signed up for, uh, I, I can't remember exactly which one, but I signed up and started a course for uh, one of the certifications. Mm. And like, that was kind of step one. And then from there, I started putting in applications, you know, and it just kind of, that's, that's how unfolding. it was. And from there, it was, it was you know, it, it, it all worked out. What, what's kind of been your biggest obstacle um, on your way I know sometimes it's the people you love most and sometimes there's different hurdles what kind of obstacles have you faced um, in getting started and getting over your humps to get to where you are I think again just that that self-doubt um, I've really come to realize that uh, I'm not bragging on myself at all but I, I think uh, just through through the feedback that I get from all of my co- my, my clients mm. and people that I put they're they're like I'm getting all the praise. Like, right. You're amazing. You do this well. You do this. Blah blah blah. Like I know I'm not perfect, and I have, still have many things to work on. Like, yeah. 
but uh, just again going back to like what people see how, how people view you um, compared to your own vision of yourself mm. I think as I've grown those have started to become closer together wow. whereas before uh, a, a younger mindset um, again like self doubt it kind of clouded my, my view of myself and, mm. and I, I've always been my tough my own toughest critic so um, I think just not necessarily like being easier on myself right just really seeing the truth for what it is and yeah that like you, you're doing okay like, <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep pushing it you know? having that appropriate expectation um, exactly. what is what where is your fulfillment and your success in in coaching where do you where do you find your purpose where does it all make sense for you um, when you're coaching people uh, so for me as a coach like my number one thing is uh, just instilling that sense of faith in people and mm. helping, them, helping them to realize their own potential. Um, I, I think uh, I like as a, as a coach and a trainer, you kind of fill multiple roles. Like sometimes yeah. like I play psychologist a little bit, you know, wow. like I'm a counselor. Wow. Uh, and then obviously I'm, I'm like, I'm kicking your butt with burpees and all of that other stuff. <laughs> but like, but that's the, I think I, I really use the fitness, the physical aspect mm. as a tool to help the, ment- the mental and the, and the spiritual okay. uh, component of people and help them again realize that have that sense of faith of like you have the power to do and be anything that you want to be. It just takes that that will, that right. will power to say I'm going to do this wow. uh, regardless of what the obstacle is in front of me. Um, I. I, I truly and wholeheartedly believe like it all starts like this some uh, Simon Sinek stuff like yeah. it starts with starts why, a why. Like, yeah, your why has to be bigger mm. than any um, obstacle that comes your way Dang. and I, I try to constantly stress that in, 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 with all my athletes all my clients and that's the that's what, what truly like fills my, my heart up um, as a coach you know, I think it's 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 amazing as growing in the path of purpose. I noticed the the more I develop in myself and in my calling, in my lane, the more it seems like a work of art to me. And the the more easy it is for me to respect other people's art because I think essentially that's what, what life comes down to. Art is a form of expression and it's the way that you choose to express your life. Um, and essentially that's what the dash is. The dash is how I'm choosing to express my art of life. So it's it's absolutely beautiful. I, I say my purpose is to help people find their purpose. That's no different than what your art is. It's helping people really understand their true selves. Um, and, and that's just so deep to me because that's, that's how you help someone. That's how we change the world, by living in your purpose as Tyrone Jones. Just by being Tyrone Jones, you're helping someone else be the best them that they can be. When, when I look at you or when somebody says, Trey, man, who did you just interview? Who did you just talk to? What, what is it that you want people to say about Tyrone or, or, or about you and what you do for people? Um, I think just that, man. Like, that's, I want people to say, look at me and say, man, that's somebody who is making this world a better place. Mm. Uh, that's somebody who is helping every, every person that he come in, comes in contact with, everyone around him. He's helping them to grow and um, actuate their own potential yeah. and their own thing. Uh, again, like looking in the mirror and seeing yourself for who you really are, who you truly are, and uh, maximizing that, being the very best that you can be. Mm. What kind of what kind of relief was it for you when you 
stepped fully into your lane and your calling where it is now when you stopped working um, the jobs that weren't necessarily for you and started working full time as a performance coach it was amazing man <laughs> like first of all uh, like physically it was wonderful because I had some and I still and I and it, and it's still like it, the grind the grind never stops regardless that's that's an important point to make like even though I was doing something that I love to do I still was working like mm. all like uh, but it was it was it was a different feel. Like uh, I was working, I think uh, three 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 different jobs wow. at, at the time, and they were all in different parts of the city. Wow! <laughs> so like I have to I have to go to the warehouse like early in the morning. So I wake up uh, maybe around five something like that. Drive out to the warehouse, work work, and that's like that's manual labor, man. Mm. So I did that for you know eight plus hours. And then after that, I'd have I'd pick up a shift at Macy's, so I drive all the way over to to the Dayton Mall, Man. beat Macy's a little bit, and then like when I get off of Macy's, then I go <laughs> over and get a, uh, personal training clients in, you know. Uh, so it just was I was like all over the place, man. So it was like it was such a uh, it was so refreshing to be like, okay, like this is where you are. You can focus all of your energy and efforts in this one place, and then right. it's a place that I loved and enjoyed, like. All the people around me were wonderful. Uh, it was a great environment there, so it really helped me to yeah. like, focus, grow, and, and, and enjoy it. You know. Yeah, that's deep. Because I, I think finding finding a purpose and living in your purpose is is something that has to be all about you and not about you at the same time. It, it's all about you because it's your decisions that matter to make the execution worth it every single time. And it's not about you because if you wake up motivated for your own selfish ambitions or your own greedy goals, you're not really going to get out of bed every day. The, the purpose has to be bigger than yourself, and, and you alluded to that earlier. Um, what is the purpose that's all about you? I want to know what what's the intrinsic motivation for Tyrone, the selfish, the greedy motivations, um, in, in the easiest sense of the word, in the not, you know, yeah. manipulative way. But, you know, what what is a greedy goal for Tyrone um, and the intrinsic factor that keeps you going? Man, um, it like it's 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 really hard for me because I, I like I truly like my my happiness. Not to say that it's based on like an external thing, but I think seeing other people happy and and making them enjoy themselves, and I'm like that not not just in the working world, but just everything. Like if I if I go to a party at a club or something, like yeah, I'll put the people around me. You know, I want everybody dancing, having fun, enjoying themselves. So, like, that's, I think that, like, in my my, my spirit, my nature is just making sure that everybody around me is yeah. good. Everybody is, is good and, and, and have smiles on their faces mm. and growing, then that's where my joy is. And that's my, like, that's my in, intrinsic thing to, like, keep, right. keep it. So so and I'm and we're gonna stay right there because I see that that excited you a little bit as well. Tell me about Japan, man. Let me let me let me know what it's like. You because you moved. Tell me how you got to Japan and what it's like since you've been out there. That that I can't imagine that experience. Oh man, it's a trip, man. So um, just to kind of go through the story real quick, um, a buddy that uh, another buddy of ours from uh, Miami played football with us. He he helped me uh, get the position here in Japan. He did the same thing for the Chinese team. So. Um, he, he referred my name and got me in contact with the Japanese team, and it was uh, it was smooth sailing from there. But um, moving to Japan was my first time wow. leaving leaving the country. Wow! So, so it was like 
complete culture shock. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I got off the plane and I was I was kind of shooting videos a little bit just to, so everybody can keep up with me while I'm doing it. But um, I, I just uh, recently came across like my one, my first video when I first landed in Japan. I'm okay. Like, I'm just, Man, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't read anything. You know, like. Nobody around me looks like me. It's it's nuts, man. Um, and I just was it, it, it uh I, I just was like I know there's gonna be so many great experiences that I, that I'll have here. And mm. it really and, um, from from meeting the team and the way that they took me in that was wonderful, incredible, and just the fact that like the majority of my skaters, my athletes, they don't speak English. Okay. Uh, they do a little bit. They can understand some words, but for the most part, they wow. English so like to be able to still successfully coach and most importantly connect with them mm. with that that language barrier wow. coach differences um, it's been such a, a great experience for me to help uh, just become a better communicator to um, help just be, be a, just a much more well-rounded individual yeah. and like uh, and in Japan just as a country is crazy man like the food is you got some you had some crazy <laughs> crazy crazy stuff like I've eaten raw horse and raw chicken yeah <laughs> that was crazy right it's crazy um and, whoa and different different crazy stuff like that and then uh, you have like some really good foods as well so it, it's just been um, I mean an amazing experience and I, I think uh, being <clears> in Tokyo too um, Tokyo is a huge city yeah and there's so to do so much going on and it, it never sleeps like mm. they 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 party until like 7, 8 a.m. or later sometimes, you know? <laughs> is, it, is it what you thought it would be? Uh, it's hard to say. It's kind of hard to say, man. In certain ways it is, and in other ways it, it blows my mind away. Mm. I what? think uh, my biggest thing is like I just, I, every day I wake up and I look and I'm like, man, like, you in Tokyo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Never really saw this coming. So yeah. Right now, I know that 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 experience abroad, I think, is what has set me um, so straight ahead on my on on living um, the life that I want to live. My last semester, um, I went to Luxembourg. I went to Miami's Branch campus in Luxembourg, and, and just that that four months, getting to go to different cities and countries in Europe over that four month time. But not only that that experience, but the the intimate experience I had with myself. Because what also what I wasn't aware of is that my cell phone wouldn't work unless I had Wi-Fi. And when I'm traveling on trains and walking and doing these things, I'm not looking at anything or, or talking to anybody. I'm really internalizing and reflecting on myself. Has that been similar for you? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. Because uh, uh, there's been a lot of introspection with this because again, most of the people around me, they don't speak my language. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that was a little bit of a struggle for me initially because I love to connect with people. Uh, so it's, it was much harder for me to connect if we don't speak the same language. Yeah, uh, I've come to find that that's, again, just a, it's a perceived barrier. Ah. Like, like I, I came in and I was like, Ah, like I'm not gonna talk. To, I'm not gonna talk to this person or that person because I'm I'm assuming that mm. they won't stand me, or I'm assuming that we won't be able to make a connection. Okay. Whereas, like as I've we, we we travel a lot during the season, so I I met you know Germans and okay, and, and you know okay like, all of these different people, different stuff like that, and like we barely speak the same language, but then 
it was like a connection there, whether it was from sports or whatever. And then like we're cool with like they're they're my friends and right. we like we follow each other on Facebook or Instagram wow. or whatever. And uh, we still we stay connected uh, in one way or another. Like so, we have the luxury of technology that helps bridge okay. the gap with English too. Also, so um, it's been like just me kind of coming out of my shell mm. in a sense. That the, the shyness and again that self doubt yeah. things that I dealt with. Yeah, they had to like okay, like if you want to go eat, you got <laughs> to think of something out. You got you got to come about it. Go go talk to them. You know, dang. Try to order in Japanese the best you can and figure it out. You know, right. <laughs> what what have you learned? What have you learned most about yourself then in in doing these things? What's the what's the biggest realization that you've had about yourself? Um. That's uh, there are no limits, man. Like, mm. <laughs> you, the world is you know, flat. Yeah, like I, I, I've, uh, I put a lot of limitations on myself. I think, and um, not really. I think just like that, that kind of that shyness, self doubt factor has, right. has been a big hindrance for me for a lot of my life in many ways. And I think I'm finally coming out of that and realizing that there's no reason to be shy. Mm. Um, you have. Uh, greatness inside of you. I'm not just talking about myself, but I'm talking about all of us. In general. Yeah. There's a greatness, inherent greatness in each and every one of us. But um, it takes us to realize that and then go forth and put it to action. Mm. Uh, and I really think the world needs that. It needs all of us to be at our best um, in order for the, the world to be at its best. Wow. And, and, and that takes a lot of faith to follow through with um, that, and that's one of your your go tos is, is keep the faith. What what role has faith played in your journey thus far? Man, it's everything. Uh, and I, I think that the thing with with uh, with faith is that uh, the more that you implement it into your life and and, and apply it, then uh, not that things are easy, but it's easier mm. to you know. Um, to see things for what they truly are. So, um, for example, if I look at my life and kind of how the steps of everything have gone through, when I look back in like retro- retrospect, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna continue <laughs> to be faithful here for sure because if I look back when I was at Miami as a walk on, I tried the first time I tried out for the team, I didn't make it. Wow. So like, I look at that like trying out, not making the team to making the team to being, you know, a person who's actually getting some play time and was, a starter and a, a scholarship uh, yeah. uh, player. Like, those those things, that that right there. Oh, yeah, like, I'm going to be faithful in this as well. Mm, like, mm. That's, that's how uh, we should really look at life and, and realize wow. how everything brought us to where we are now. And, and, and I'm going to add to that because you you just mentioning that point right there in football not only was it you that earned that but everybody else I was a freshman when you were a senior so me getting to come in as an 18 year old and watch this this fourth year this fifth year guy come and bust his ass to to get that scholarship you didn't just have because you were a captain weren't you well, you, you you were a captain as well. You were a walk-on term captain, and we we have stories that are that are that are Rudy like. But you you weren't Rudy. You were a guy that came and brought his pail um, to lunch every day, and you worked and did stuff right every single time. 
and and that's what I'm learning in my young life right now. We're, we're both young. I'm 24 years old, but you're always going to be rewarded for your faith, and and the blessings that you receive don't always look like um, what you want them to look like. What are some of the other um, the, the the pains or the failures that you've had on the way to getting to Japan right now that somebody else might not know about or that you think would help somebody else out? Um, I think uh, not, they're not necessarily failures. I, I, I never I try to never look at it that way. You mm. know, uh, it's learning experiences. Um, when to learn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, just just like I said, uh, coming out of coming out of undergrad. Um, I didn't necessarily get the jobs that I wanted, so I was, you know, working jobs that I I, I thought that I, I needed to do that at the at the time to help me grow, and I think those that's where those those kind of challenges came right. across. So stuff like that. So just like working and that that daily grind of like being in a place that you don't necessarily want to be at. Mm. Um, that's that's kind of where I would say is like kind of the the lower points and. Uh, like doing that and then when I finally did get into like going training full time um, I was still like our, our particular facility it was still uh, trying to grow okay so we were I kind of came in it, it had been around for a little while but things were stagnant yeah. so I kind of came essentially like at the, the ground level of, of everything we, were uh. trying to do. So, uh, we, we started trying to implement different programs and Chasing, change things up. We did different like reconstruction at the gym, little mm-hmm. stuff like that. In so uh, we were trying to build programs, and that wasn't necessarily getting the traction that we wanted. Uh, okay. To these uh, things going on, so like those those again were struggles that I like. I wanted more and wanted to be more, but it was right. just like something that I. It was like a grind that I had to go to go through. And, and uh, even before before I left the, the U.S., I was working on starting my own CrossFit program mm. at that facility. So um, with that, that came with a lot of different challenges. Yeah. I was essentially like running, running, running the business. Like I was doing everything, which now it, it, <laughs> it shouldn't have been that way. Like it, it would have been a lot more successful with more help. Right. Uh, but essentially doing everything, trying to program, trying to coach, mm. trying to uh, like, uh, you know, do advertisements, marketing, recruiting, like wow. all this stuff. So it was like, it was a lot on my plate, and it was my, especially with my first time right. being in it as well. But uh, again, it, it was it was a learning experience. Yeah. So I know down the road, uh, when when I, I open up my own facility, then I'll have a leg up on you know certain things I need to be aware of and do. And, it, and that's a nugget. I'm I'm gonna heed that advice right here in the moment because that's something that that I need to take heed to as well and trying to organize it. You know, it's hard to think about when you're the one starting. It's hard to think about your work as a business or a company, um, and and not it's not just as a project. Or, oh, what do you do? Oh, I, you know, I just I host these events on the side. No, you run a business, and it's it's as a serious of a business as you make it. Uh, that's that's a point that I'm going to take, and I hope everybody that's listening or listens to this episode will take from it as well. What what else is on your list, T. Jones? What else is on your? What do you want to do in the world? What else? Um. So with with what I'm doing now, it's it's incredible, man. Like just I get to travel the world mm. uh, for, for free, basically. Wow. And, you know, doing what I love to do, and I'm I'm coaching elite level athletes. So uh, from this point, I would I would uh, I would love to continue to kind of work in this, you know, um, industry, athlete circuits. 
uh, for the next maybe five, ten years or, mm. or something like that. Uh, and then from there, not sure exactly where I would like to, you, you know, set time. up shop. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, I want to set up shop, uh, have my own facility. Okay. Um, train train athletes out of there. So. Is it is it gonna be? Do you think you want it? Well, for the next five to ten, you think you'll stay abroad? Is that what it's looking like in your that's, forecast? That's, that's my hope, man. I, I I really have enjoyed uh, life abroad just because <clears> you get so many different perspectives. Um, like I said, being in Tokyo, uh, I literally run into somebody from uh, somewhere else, like a new place every every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I met some people from New Zealand. Wow. I was just I was eating a burrito and. Um, I like ha- happen to like start a conversation with the people next to me. Right. Like, music. Um, I've met people from you know all all over the world here. So yeah. I just I really appreciate the international perspective uh, uh, because I think and it's it, it's like that from from my experience and talking to people. It's like that to an extent everywhere. But right. we kind of that tunnel vision a little bit of like um, our country. You know, it's, like it's better. Yeah. Like, U.S. Like that's <laughs> it's like USA. USA. <laughs> we're the best at everything. Right. Know? That's, that's right. the mentality, and, and the, the, don't get me wrong, our country is wonderful and amazing, uh, but I don't think we're the best at everything. Yeah. It's impossible to be that, you know, and uh, being, traveling and seeing the world, uh, it's given me giving me that perspective. Wow. Is, is there anything that you missed from that? That's a big leap of faith that you took from USA to Japan. What, what do you tell someone um, that's ready to take a leap, that's ready to change their life, that's, that's fed up with their situation? What do you tell them um, before they take this jump or as they take step out on faith the way that you've done in the past year? Um, I think uh, the big thing is coming back to uh, the why, I think. Um, just whatever, whatever that, that step is, whatever that move is, um, think about um, why 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 mm. that would be to you and then what it could do for you and what you like what being in that role in that position can do for the people around you that that'll impact you and I'm not just talking about like from a, in, a, in a close vicinity but just like everybody so I have some of, some of my friends my boys back home you know people back home they look at the things that I'm doing my situation. Uh. And it, and it inspires them, and you know they told me told me that, and, and it's even people that I've looked up to, you know, like right. people that I'm looking up to, and then they're like, "Hey, man, like what you're doing is amazing." Wow. I I like admire you for that. Like you really helped you you've inspired me to pursue this or do that. Yeah. You know, so like I think that's the thing with taking that step and that leap. Realize that you're not just making it for yourself. Like right. You're you're making it for many many people. Yeah. And People see you do that, it empowers them to do the same. Okay, okay. I, I think that's I, what what I haven't done on the podcast, or what I usually do on the podcast is, is just cut it off right there when somebody says something powerful and profound, and and, and that's exactly what we're gonna keep on doing is in the episode right there with with a few pieces and tidbits to take away from. Uh, Tyrone, I, I'm so thankful for you taking the time to come out here on the show and and people are going to get to check out these show notes top takeaways and side notes at tradegamers.com and i think i'm also going to put in there um some of the links to your videos when you first went to japan because i know that's that's one that i've seen um before too is there anything that else that you want to add um to this outro before we go no, man, I just want to say I appreciate uh, the opportunity and you considering me, man. Like, uh, you've had some 
incredible. Like I said, I, I, I followed you a little bit, checked out a couple podcasts, you've had some incredible people on here. So I'm, it's, a, it's an honor for me to be in, be in the likes of, of uh, those great people as well, man. So thank you. I, I appreciate that, man. The feeling, feeling is mutual. Um, and for everybody listening, we appreciate your time. I hope that you like and share this episode and come back next week because this is The Dad.